file and went into the hallway. Her hand shook as she picked up her purse and pulled out her FBI creds. She snapped them onto the right inside breast pocket of her jacket and walked out the door. Golden, Colorado. Ren Bryce woke to white porcelain and the feeling that someone had laid her free weights on her head while she slept. She reached a hand up to take them away, but her knuckles hit the underside of the toilet bowl. She opened her eyes wider and saw splashes of what had surged from her stomach at 4 a.m. Red wine. She rolled onto her back. Her blue dress, beautiful and complimented 12 hours earlier, was open to the waist, limp and stained. She turned her head slowly and saw her stockings in the corner by the toilet brush. She closed her eyes again. She dragged herself slowly upright and was soon hanging over the bowl, heaving nothing, but hit with the smell of her previous efforts. She retched until silver stars burst before her eyes. She hauled herself standing and turned on the shower, spending ten minutes washing her hair and body with six different products. From her bedroom, her iPod alarm exploded full volume with dropkick Murphys. Let's finish these drinks and be gone for the night, cause I'm more than a handful you'll see. So kiss me, I'm shit-faced. Ren jumped from the shower and ran naked to turn down the volume. She dried herself with a towel from the floor, then threw on pink lace boy shorts, a matching bra, a black-footed shirt, black boot-like pants, and black heels. She walked past her dressing table, a wave of nausea sweeping over her at the thought of makeup. But she gave in. Her day was already going to be bad. She grabbed a clip with one hand, twisted her wet hair with the other, and pinned it up. She sat down at the mirror and moisturized in slow motion. Her face was a blank canvas. Dark skin, pale green eyes, high cheekbones. Somewhere in her past, there was Iroquois blood. She dragged her makeup toward her and applied a calm surface to the choppy waters. Vincent was downstairs on the sofa reading the paper. I, said Wren. Appropriate song choice? His voice was flat. Yes, she said. Sorry about the volume. The volume, said Vincent, looking up. Wren stared at him from across the room. Is that it? he said. Is what it? said Wren. Have you nothing to say for yourself? Wren kept walking into the kitchen. She poured a mug of black coffee. Vincent came in behind her. Can you explain your behavior at least? Okay, said Wren, turning around. You've just used three sentences in a row that my mom used to say to me when I was like 17. Stop with the whole mom thing. Yeah, well, it's true. That's what you sound like. I'm sick of listening to you treat me. No, 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 no. I'm sick of all of this. Ren opened her mouth. Listen to yourself.
said Vincent. You are thirty-six years old and you sound like a child. Fuck you, said Ren. Vincent held up his finger. I can't do this anymore, he said. You were way out of line last night. Ren put her hands to her ears. Shut up! I don't want to know. He pulled her hands gently away. I know you don't. But you went ballistic. He shook his head. I tried everything. Ren remembered the start of the evening. Her nice dress, her perfect makeup, her pinned back hair. Vincent's smile when he saw her walk down the stairs. Did you see a work file around here anywhere? She said. Did you tidy anything away? No, I didn't. Shit! She put her mug down and strode around the living room, opening drawers and lifting up cushions.